Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll, try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, eating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. <clears throat> it's Matt Fulcheron. Thanks for listening. This is the last episode with shitty audio. I listened to uh, last week's and I'm like, oh my god, this is a disgrace. But whatever. That doesn't mean when I hear comments on fucking Twitter from you people. No disrespect. But a lot of them. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. I love most of you that listen. Some of you, um, you, you might get the impression that I do like you and I secretly fucking hate you. I don't write you back on Twitter, but you, you, you don't even know who you are. But I want to write back and be like, you are so fucking stupid and so disgusting to look at. Even in that little millimeter of a picture. But I keep my cool. Um, my doctor says it's good to bottle up these things inside and never talk about them. Um, you know, I talk about them. I don't fucking write back. The things I don't write back to people online, I swear to God. I, I, I feel for them because I can be vicious. Y'all don't know. You think I'm fucking nice, but I'm a fucking beast with the insults. I just don't feel like ruining your goddamn day. Uh, let's see. Looking at the calendar here. First of all, pledge on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the full charge. Uh, and where can you see me? If you live in Los Angeles, I'll be at the Brea Improv on the 31st of August and the 1st of September. With uh, Felipe Esparza, who is so funny. You're going to love that if you come out to that. Reno, Nevada. I can't wait to go to Reno and tell the world's biggest little dick joke. It's probably already been done. Reno, let's see, September 4th to September 9th. I can't wait to go there and pig out at the buffet. Hell yeah. I'm going to be on Sirius Radio on the 11th of September. That's how you say that date. Um, uh, Sirius Radio with Nikki Glazer. You up with Nikki Glazer. That's always a good time. Tom Takar shouts out, motherfucker. What's up? Washington, D.C., September 14th with Joey Diaz. Hell yeah. Is that right? No, I think I got that backwards. I think it's September 14th in Philly and September 15th in D.C. Um, check, check the vibe, y'all. Check the calendar. I think I got it wrong in my home calendar. Um, Sirius Radio, Radio, once again, you up with Nikki Glazer. What's up, dude? Repeat guest at Sirius Radio. I love going up there. I love seeing Nikki. And I love spying on the Howard Stern fringe celebrities. 
Last time I saw Ronnie, the limo driver. What the fuck, dude? I'm all walking backwards. I'm walking, but I'm looking backwards at Ronnie because I can hear his loud mouth talking. September 17th. Then I'm shooting something in L.A. You don't need to know about that because you can't go to that. Uh, San Francisco. No, that's not a date. Never mind. September 28th, Humboldt, California. September 29th, Ukiah, California. Details at the full charge. You know the deal if you listen to this. It's part of my marijuana bowling tour. Doing weed towns in Northern California where they have comedy shows at bowling alleys. The strangest phenomenon I've ever heard of. But God damn it, I'll be there. Booked my plane ticket already. Mill Valley, California. October 2nd, San Francisco Punchline, October 3rd through 6th, I'll be at, in Vermont, Vermont, Vermont. I'll be in Burlington, Vermont, October 18th through 20th, I'll be at Orlando, Florida, October 25th through October 28th at the Orlando Improv, then November 1st, I'm at the Liberty Township. Funny bone, should I take the curse words out when I do that set? Last year I did the curse words and this woman got mad at me. I'm a clean comic now. I can do it without the curse words if I want. But I love to fucking cuss. Yeah! Uh, Montclair, New Jersey on the 14th and the 15th with your boy Tommy Buns Segura shouts out. If you didn't read about it online, got the pilot episode for the TV show. Uh, we're all very happy of Tom, for Tom and Christina, uh, your mom's house, podcast, crew, people uh, I started out with. Anyways, I'll be over for Tom Segura November 14th and 15th at Montclair, New Jersey, and then back to Philly, back for the cheesesteaks, November 16th and 17th. Be nice, Philly, you rude motherfuckers. All right? If you like the show, are you going to go outside and eat horse shit? Okay, you get me, you get me. And then the Gramercy Theater, I'm just going to be doing a couple minutes. For uh, Christina P. Over at your mom's house. Should I congratulate again? Congratulations to Tom and Christina, now that I'm mentioning Christina's name. That's the whole goddamn year, folks. Back in New York, maxing and relaxing. My girlfriend's out of town. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm just sitting here. Now I understand cats. She left me with the cat, and I'm just like hanging out with the cat, talking to the cat, taking pictures of the cat. I get it, man. I fucking get it. Am I going to get a dog in the city? Are you goddamn crazy? No, I'm not. I'm not picking up shit off a sidewalk. Where you're like scraping your four tips, your fingertips, four tips. Sounds phallic. Where you got the bag on and you're scraping the ground with your fingertips and you can still feel the concrete through the goddamn uh, rubber bag, plastic bag. I was just hanging out with family and it was all dogs. That's all anyone talked about, dogs. I just sat there like a dope. Like, I don't have a dog. I never had a dog. And I don't have any dog stories. But that's what you do in the age of Trump. You just avoid any fucking real things you're thinking. And you talk about dogs. 
I don't know what to tell you, man. Maybe I'll have some more to tell you. Today, I've just been writing. Yesterday, all I did was go swimming, wrote a treatment for all things comedy. May or may not be starting another podcast. But Matt, you can barely handle this one. I know. But we're talking about it, and we got a good idea for one. And I'll still do this one to keep the other one alive, but this one that we're talking about doing has a theme. I ain't going to tell. There's more on that later. More on that later, moron. (laughs) God, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? Um, I'll check back in with you later. We'll see if anything happens in my life. Hopefully nothing. I hate when things happen. I love a boring podcast. Just because that means there was no conflict all week. Aight, y'all. Aight, aight, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace out, fam. Yo. Yo. Peace Yo. Peace out, fam. Part two of episode 301. <sighs> Got motivational problems this week, man. Just um, waiting for West Palm Beach to go down. It's going to be a good time opening for Segura. He's got a great audience. It's a great club. They got great food there. I'm psyched. I'm writing and stuff. You know. I don't know what the fuck to do. I just keep... I'm so... It's so exciting what's going on in the news right now. With these guilty pleas with Cohen and Manafort. It's like, oh... Dude, this shit is crazy. Um, But that's the thing. Like, the crazy news happens. And then you just sit around and everyone speculates on the news for at least 24 hours. And um, Trump's crazy, dude. You gotta fucking admire. Even though I hate this motherfucker's living guts. You gotta admire. And they're rotting guts, too, by the way. McDonald's, KFC, all that shit. Just just acid soup in that big fucking disgusting belly but you gotta admire he's like yeah that has nothing to do with me which you know everyone knows it got something to do with him everyone knows he knows everybody fucking knows and the poker face is just hilarious the sad thing is it works so many people they were saying that at his rally, by the way, who the fuck has rallies? Do you remember anyone else uh, having rallies besides the guy with the skinny mustache? Not gonna do it. Not gonna be. Not gonna. Not gonna make the comparison. But I mean, let's be honest. When was the last time a president who was already in office went around and did fucking rallies? Shit is crazy town. I kind of still think he's gonna get away with it all. I kind of still think he's going to get away with it all. But I love that it's they're coming after him. Or at least his people. This is just fucking crazy. Do you guys not understand how fucking crazy this is? Ugh. Anyways. It is hilarious how he just stands his ground and he proceeds. And his the people that like him, they just fucking like him. Here's the ironic thing. 
they would have never had to make these payments to Stormy Daniels and Cutie Pie McDougal or whatever her name is because they, they, even they underestimated how racist this country was. They, they underestimated it. It wouldn't matter if the people knew about that. They already knew about the grabbing by the pussy. That's kind of worse. It's way cruder. And everyone's just like, yeah, but uh, he hates black people, right? Yeah. We're with this guy. Good job, America. You dumb fucks. So many dumb fucks in this country. <laughs> you know you're stupid. You know you're fucking stupid. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Hanging out with my girlfriend's cat. My girlfriend's out of town. And I'm just doing what I used to do all the time, which is um, nothing. And I don't mean nothing, nothing. I mean I work on my fucking career. Uh, people think people think I'm lazy, or maybe I'm just guessing that, basing that on that one guy fucking saying that shit to me. But um, you know, this this business is just a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls, a lot of booking flights, a lot of booking trains, and uh, it really is an all day affair if you do it right. But I haven't hung out by myself like this in so long. Um, unless it was working on the road, but that's different because there's a show to do every night and there's like human interaction. I got to make myself go to a comedy club and like hope I see somebody I know, but, um, it's weird. I used to do this all the time. Now I'm in a relationship. It seems strange. It seems lonely. It's weird. It's weird how your perspective can change when you get a little cutie pie in your life. I recommend it. As long as, you know, you find somebody cool. Don't be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Then you'll miss out on a good relationship. How many relationships you've been in where it's just like yelling and screaming and shit? And you don't even have kids? And you're just yelling and screaming and arguing and stuff? Get the fuck out of there. Open the door. Walk out the door. Close the door behind you. Get on your phone. Delete their number. And get on with your goddamn life. It'll suck for a couple weeks, and then it'll be goddamn glorious. I'm talking to the young people especially. I don't know if I have any young fans. But if you're in your 20s and you're arguing with people, get the fuck out. Don't do that thing where you're like... Some people got a long... Some people are so scared to talk to their significant other that they, they go through the whole spectrum of the relationship. They waste years. They get engaged, they get married, they have kids, and they get a divorce. Because they're, they're too scared, and I don't blame you, it's fucking terrifying, I'm very non-confrontational, but they're too scared to go, hey, um, no, I, I'm walking out that door and I'm deleting your phone number. So that's my advice to you. And even though this started out saying, like, I'm so happy in my relationship, what I'm saying to you is, if you're not happy in your relationship, fucking Like the dude from Atlanta in the movie Get Out. Oh, yeah. I really don't have much else to tell you because I ain't doing shit. Catching up on my TV, catching up on Better Call Saul, catching up on Sharp Objects. That's a fun one. Sharp Objects on HBO. That's a good time. Lots of uh, self-destruction, murder, 
Um, what about this in the movie Sharp Objects? And they do it in movies all the time, but I never see people do it. I see people do it in New York and L.A. But in this show, Sharp Objects, they're always going, they're always being like, well, that's Wingate. Well, you came to the right town. That's what Wingate's like. Yeah, but you know, we're in Wingate, so this is how we do it. I'm from Southern Maryland, and yeah, we mention it every once in a while, but every goddamn sentence, like you're that self-aware when you're in a small town. Uh, what, what do I know? Why the fuck are you listening to me? I'm good at writing jokes. Somehow I got into this podcasting bullshit. And that's even debatable. Some people hate my goddamn jokes. So I guess that's today's check-in, Mother Scratchers. Um, yeah. I'll check in with you again tomorrow, I suppose. Peace out. Don't put, don't put up with the bullshit. If you're in a bad job or in a bad relationship, plan an escape route. Get the fuck out of there, dude. You only get one of these lives. You got to get. Peace. <clears throat> At LaGuardia Airport, they've got uh, all this food, but you gotta, um, there's people there making it, but you can't talk to them. You gotta order on the computer, and then you gotta go like 50 feet away and pay for it at a machine, and then hope that it gives you a goddamn receipt so you can go get your goddamn food. See how convenient technology is? It's fucking unbelievable. 7.09 a.m. August 24th. Going down to West Palm Beach. Going to open for Tom Segura. Got some sold out shows. Very exciting. Very exciting to go do a show. Where the audience is jacked. Ready for it. Ready to brawl. Because I've done a lot of gigs lately that were just random, random, random shit. No one in the audience knew what the hell they were doing there. Past couple gigs I've done. It's going to be fun. I didn't sleep at all last night. My girlfriend's cat likes to sleep on my hat, my head. I don't sleep on my hat. I'm not that bad. Cat comes in, sleeps on my head, gets on my chest, digs her claws into my goddamn neck. She knows I'm going to the airport. She's trying to fuck me up. And I bought this um this alarm clock at the the 199 store. There's this place by my apartment where it's not the 99 cent store. Everything's a dollar ninety-nine. What do you know? And uh, I got this alarm clock for one ninety nine, and that's about what it's worth. They knew it was a piece of shit, and they sell it for one ninety nine because they know you're not going to return it because they know you feel like a dick smack. 
Um, being like, can I have my one ninety nine back? If you even got a goddamn receipt. And uh, this thing, I set it for 5 a.m. And it just goes off at 4.15. Like, hey, uh, is this close enough for you? I said, yeah. It's the first time I ever turned off an alarm clock with a sledgehammer. I, I finally got to sleep. You know how it is. You know the deal. I ever tell you guys about the time I took a job as a receptionist in 2012 at Mousy Brown Hair Salon right by McCarran Park? And I hadn't had a job in years. It was 2012. Last time I worked a job it was 2007, my birthday of 2007. I remember it was the last day I worked at Lightning Dubs, a video duplication place that would have gone out of business if I could have just kept my job for another year, I could have got some some fucking, uh, what do you call that? Severance pay, unemployment, whatever, all that. All that tough guy. But I was missing so much work because I was going to do stand-up. And I remember I was going to open for Tosh for the first time. Uh, three days later, and I was starting to do colleges. Things were working out for old full charge. After nine hard years... Of going after it, I finally started making enough money to where there was uh, four figures in my bank account for extended periods of time. And um, then in 2012, you know, I needed a job. And so I'm going to go be a receptionist at this fucking hair salon. And a lot of people are scared of doing stand-up comedy. I would say most people are scared of doing stand-up comedy. Everybody real funny on Twitter, though. But everybody's actually scared of public speaking. But I'm scared of going to a job and keeping my mouth shut all day. And I did not sleep. All night long. And just started to panic as you get get to like 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning. Seven in the morning. Am I even going to get a wink? I went into this mousy brown hair salon. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. They had all this weird math. They had no computers. I locked up the place. Well, I was supposed to lock up the place. I locked... I barely... (laughs) You're supposed to lock two doors. One has, like, bars on it and stuff. I just locked this door that had a big glass plate on it. I was like, please fucking fire me. But eventually they loved me there because I was so damn funny. I remembered I was funny working there because I was cracking up everybody. Um, But yeah, going down to West Palm Beach, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Hope you're having a good day. I'll check in with you tomorrow. That's, that's French for tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow. Or, you know, it's all the same to you. I'll see you in three seconds. What's up? I'm in West Palm Beach, Florida. Doing shows at the West Palm Beach Improv. Tom Segura is crushing it. It's a lot of fun. I don't know what to tell you. I got a massage. I think that's probably the first time I've ever gotten a massage. 
professional massage. I admitted it when I walked in there. You ever just feel like uh, Beverly Hillbilly? Like when you do like nice shit? Anyways, it was nice. I found out the reason my shoulder blades hurt is because I'm a sloucher. Because I'm looking at my phone. Because I'm sitting in chairs. Because I never have sit. I haven't stood up straight since the 70s. Um, is this interesting? Uh, yeah, I got a massage. I dated this girl that was going to massage school one time. And I realized I, I have gotten a massage in that respect that I was on the table with your face through the donut and everything. And um, the, what I noticed was a key difference, though, was that this masseuse that I went to today played that new agey music, which is just, it does the trick, I'll be honest with you. I should listen to it more often. I should be a more serene, more enlightened, more um, chilled out full charge. I should be the no charge. No energy means less stress, means less anxiety. Inhale. Hold it. Exhale. Now follow the green light in your mind. I took an acting class like that one time. And uh, the teacher went around the room and was like, I forget what they were asking because we weren't supposed to think about anything. I was like, I couldn't stop thinking about skateboarding. I just could not think about skateboarding while we're all sitting there quietly and thinking about the red beam of light. No, red beam of light. Green ball of light all up and down your body. Now feel it in your chest. Now feel it in your stomach. I'm trying to learn how to act. You know, I was going to fucking acting class. And then we, the first thing we had to do was, like, dance. I remember me and this girl. She's a pretty successful actress. I don't know if I should name her. Why not? She's not. I don't know. Her name is Bree Blair. She was in my acting class. And uh, we were supposed to go to this woman's house. Her name was Rocky Parker. She was an ex-girlfriend's cousin. She used to be married to Patrick Dempsey. Um, she was much older than him. And uh, she was like, I want you guys. It was this weird acting class where, like, you know, we did something different every day. I never learned a goddamn thing. I learned how to humiliate myself. And I think that's what most acting classes are about. But I've taken better acting classes where they're like, here's how you audition, and which is the only fucking hard part of acting. I mean, Listen, I know it's harder than that, but the hardest part is getting the job. You got to go in that goddamn office room with the goddamn neon lights. Everybody else knows each other and they got inside jokes and stuff. And you got to be like, yeah, yeah, I get the inside joke too. Even though I don't know what you're talking about. And then sometimes they bring you in there with other actors and uh, you got and, – and the other actors are, are like brown nosers. And they'll be like, how's your dog, Tina? They like know all this stuff about the casting director. They all have Fourth of July parties at each other's houses and shit. Anyway, this teacher was like, all right, I want you to come up with a character 
and you're going to do it in class. And my fucking dumbass, I just came up with like my stand-up character, like a slacker who worked at the fucking movie theater, which is exactly what I was, which is exactly what my stand-up was about at the time. And I don't know what Bree prepared, but uh, we got there and she's like, I'm quitting acting, you know, teaching. I'm quitting teaching. And me and Bree were like, thank you, Jesus. We went all the way out there to Santa Monica. She lived across the street from Nades Capas. All right. Now, only a few people know who that is, but he that listened to this podcast, but he was an amazing skateboarder in the late 80s. It was Mark Gonzalez and Nades Capas, and those, are the, those guys invented all the tricks, along with Rodney Mullen, invented all the tricks that people do in skateboarding to this day. Um, and he lived right across the street from her, and I'd be like, holy shit, it's Nades Capas! And this guy, uh, this other actor that's pretty successful, although you've never, if you looked him up on IMDb, you'd be like, holy shit, the guy works every week. But he's not famous. His name's Gabriel Mann. But he's been in everything. And um, he was smoking weed. I hope I'm not outing him on anything, but who cares? If he lives in California, who even cares, right? I was helping him move, and he was um, He was stoned. And he was, like, really stoned. And I was like, yeah, so uh, Nottis, I go, it used to be controversial. Nottis, his name spelled backwards is Satan. And Gabe, all stoned, just goes, oh, shit, dude. Oh, my God. He looks so evil, man. Have you ever looked in his eyes? Holy shit. Those were interesting times. Those are my Hollywood times, my real Hollywood times. I got, I became managed by the improv soon after that. Things were taking off. 2001. Anyways, RIP Rocky Parker. Shouts out to Gabriel Mann and Bree Blair. Those were good times, even though I was fucking anxious as hell. All right, let's call the boys and see what's up. Hey, kiddos. So, um, I don't think I'm going to have a chance to talk to Craig and Wendell today. So, I'm just going to put this out today rather than tomorrow because I think you guys like it better that way. Tune in next week when um, I get my equipment back and I try. I still got to try to get the crew together. I mean, everybody's got jobs. Well, Wendell doesn't, but <clears throat> Craig does. Randy does. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, thanks for listening. Peace out.